One of my favorite things about butt plugs is that they're an equal opportunity sex toy. And what I mean by that is regardless of your gender, uh, you know, who you're attracted to, like what type of anatomy, like butt plugs can feel really good. It's like the universal sex toy. Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? (laughs) But when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey. How how do do you do you? If I stay here any longer, I will start to fade away. Ah! <laughs> You've already turned it on. You've caught me in the middle of my weakest moment. Emma's allergic to walnut trees, and we think there's one outside of my new apartment. It's my Achilles heel, and now you all know how to kill me. It literally, it's literally so easy. It's so... If you wave a walnut tree branch in my face, I think I would crumble. I'm so sorry, okay it's okay it starts in my lungs and then it works its way up to my eyes and then down to your vagina and then down (laughs) which becomes like the sahara desert (laughs) it gets allergies it's getting close to allergy season does anyone else have allergies (laughs) this episode is sponsored by allergies (laughs) allegra allegra i don't think we can name things weirdest allergy why don't you? Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, I don't know. Also, I think lamb. I'm allergic to living. <laughs> oh yeah, you get the shits when you live. I will shit my pants. Tell the I story. I feel like I already did. Did I not? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll do it again. again. <laughs> um, I was on a one year anniversary date, and we went to this really fancy restaurant. And he had a lamb pasta, and I said, "Can I have some of your lamb pasta?" It was delicious. An hour later, I'm walking down the street. And you know that feeling you get when you can't hold in your throw up? When shit's coming down your leg? No. But like, you know, when you're like, oh my God, I have to get to a toilet. Yeah. It was the same thing, but for my butt. I was like, if I don't find somewhere I can squat behind, I will shit my pants. Did you squat behind something and shit? No, I found a subway. Um. And I I let it go. <laughs> I Elsa'd that toilet <laughs> in some way. Was it loud? <laughs> no, it was just silent explosive. <laughs> so I got there. <laughs> I got there in the nick of time. I was trying to find uh, the <laughs> poop of time. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm we'll okay. give you a second. We're talking about butts still. So. Uh, but like in a fun way. We're talking about butt plugs. Yeah. So we're talking about the opposite. We're talking about putting stuff up your butt. Yeah. Instead of lamb coming out, Emma. <laughs> we got so many hate comments. We're talking about poop. Oh, but here God. I am talking about my food allergies. Because you stay true to who you are. Regardless Sorry, of what the haters Meryl say. Meryl Streep once said, the second you start thinking about what other people think about you, you stop being yourself. So, I will never stop being myself, and you can't stop me. So here's to you, Meryl. Here's to you, Meryl. 
we have on Alicia Sinclair, just a fucking gem. Oh my God. She is the creator of B Vibe, Le Wand, and The Cowgirl. Like, oh my God, so many things. But yeah. we wanted to focus on butt plugs. Um, and because boy, why not? Boy, was there a lot to learn. We, I think we not only shocked ourselves, but certainly Alicia, when we had, <laughs> she was just dumbfounded at how many questions we had around the anal sphincter mm-hmm. and what you can put in it. Mm hmm. Which I know we've talked about butt stuff a lot before, but I feel like this was just so specific. So specific, which we know you love. You ask, you're like, please get more please, specific. Please, please, please. tell me more about your butthole. Yeah. And so we're like, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But also, I was blown away by how many different types of stimulation toys you oh can God. get for your butt. I did not know. Because you think butt plug, okay, one and done, you just like yeah. corked your butt. But like there's so much more you can do back there. There's so many things, so many vibrations, so many yeah. attachments. And Alicia has been in the game since like the game started. So her knowledge on like butt plug toys mm-hmm. is just amazing. And how like the industry has grown since she's been a part of it and what she's contributed, it's really cool. Yeah, you're... You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Your butt's going to love it. And let's just say she got two new purchasers at the end of this episode. Yeah, Yeah, she sure did. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) My name is Alicia Sinclair, and I am the founder and CEO of COTR, which is the parent company of sex toy brands B-Vibe, LaWand, and The Cowgirl. And this is my 20th year in the business this year. So I'm OG. <laughs> I've been around for a while. I've watched this industry change pretty significantly. Um, and I became a certified sex educator in 2015 because I found that there is a big hole um, between, you know, the folks that make products, market products, um, develop them, and the people that sell them and market them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there was just no real, nobody that was developing products really had any background in sex education. So I felt like that was something that really was necessary and makes our products and sort of our mission overall as brands different than a lot of other companies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I couldn't even imagine what a toy would look like made by someone who like doesn't even like study sexual education or like have a background in all of that. Like it just must've been so unsatisfying. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I can get into like all of the faulty things about sex toy designs, but like, you know, a really basic one is, you know, butt plugs are supposed to have a bulb and like a thin neck and then, you know, a flared base for a lot of different reasons, both safety and comfort. And there's a lot of butt plugs that are, you know, completely cylinder shaped and don't have large bases and those like spit out of your butt or go inside your body. Mm -hmm. And that's a really, really bad product design. So that's something that you see really commonly in the market. That's just like one basic example. That's a weapon if something will spit out of your butt in the middle <laughs> yeah. of sex. No <laughs> joke. Like, what position are you in? Yeah, when it's terrifying. You know, like doggy style. Like. That's just like straight to the chin. Yeah, I that's feel a like. way to take someone out. Like, God. It's something to keep in mind. Seriously. <laughs> Shoot her out. You can ruin the whole night. Yep. <laughs> Depends on your goal, I guess. Yeah, wherever you're headed. Totally. Totally. <laughs> So we obviously want to get into butt plugs a little bit more, a whole lot more. A whole lot more. And we'd like to know, what do you like about butt plugs? That's kind of where we want to start. Like on a personal level? 
just in general like what's kind of the benefit because I feel like at least for me I was never interested in butt plugs I was like I don't get it Mm -hmm. and we've talked a little bit about it and since I have tried butt plugs and I love them but I would just love a professional's uh opinion opinion yeah yeah explanation uh so one of my favorite things about butt plugs is that they're an equal opportunity sex toy and what I mean by that is regardless of your gender, uh, you know, who you're attracted to, like what type of anatomy, like butt plugs can feel really good. Um, so I, that's kind of one of my favorite things about butt plugs is like the universal sex toy. Um, we all have a butt and like, you know, butt plugs feel good in them for many people mm-hmm. on a personal level or like on sort of an educator level. What makes them feel good is uh, two different things. The first one, and it kind of depends on the plug that you're using and how you're using it, but the anal sphincter, your butthole, is full of sensitive nerve endings. And that's, you know, typically why people experience pain, right? It's like such a sensitive, nerve-rich area, Mm -hmm. Um, but it has so much pleasure potential. 4,000 nerve endings, which is uh, about as many as the head of a penis or half of the amount of the clitoris. So super rich nerve area that can be stimulated the correct way, right? With consent, like preparation, like lubricant, it feels really good. So that's like one way. Um, And then inside the anal canal, if you have a prostate, that's what like folks would refer to as like, I hate to use this term, but like, because it's familiar, the male G spot, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You know, so that's a source of pleasure that's inside the anal canal for folks who have penises. And you know, that's uh, really different and an interior orgasm, right? Something that radiates from inside the body versus exterior for somebody who has a penis. So that's really unique. Um, and then if you have a vagina, your anal canal and your vaginal canal are next door neighbors. And when you put something inside your anal canal, it points in towards like what we call the A spot, which is really just the internal part of the clitoris. So like the clitoris is an ice is like an iceberg, right? Mm -hmm. Like what you see is just the tip and there's what we call the G spot and the A spot inside the vaginal canal is just the inner structure of the clitoris. So when you put something in the butt, it pushes into the vaginal canal and oftentimes stimulates the back of the clitoris, which some people report feels better for them than say something like G spot. Mm -hmm. What's also really cool is the pressure that's applied. So if you put a, like a small butt plug in uh, while you're having uh, vaginal sex or if you're masturbating, like you'll actually feel a lot of pressure in there and that pressure can feel really good in the body. Um, so those are a couple of different ways. Also, it's been reported from folks who take antidepressants um, that oftentimes they lose or desensitize in, on their clitoris or in their vaginal canal, but don't lose sensitivity in their anal canal. So that's sometimes like a, another like way that people can experience pleasure when they've lost, like otherwise lost sensation. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of benefits actually. And I had no idea that it could, it stimulated the back of the clitoris. I just knew that there was like a fullness feeling if mm-hmm. you were using a butt yeah. plug and maybe that's what made it feel good, but I didn't know it could actually stimulate the back of it. That's so fun. Yeah. So cool. That's really cool. Are there any like disclaimers that we should be aware of if you're going to use butt plugs or Play. Yeah, I would say there's probably more disclaimers than there are um, <laughs> than all the benefits. But I think like the key things are preparation is really important with butt stuff. 
I cannot even like begin to like reiterate that like you want to educate yourself, like understand what you're doing. Um, and consent is really important. If you're playing with yourself, obviously you're going to know your own boundaries and be able to stop whenever you feel discomfort. But if you're playing with a partner, that's something that should be discussed beforehand. Lubricant is essential for, for butt stuff. If you don't use lubricant, no matter what way you're playing, okay, maybe if you're like just doing analing analingus with the tongue, but like <laughs> fingers, butt plugs, like penises, whatever is might be going into your butt, like it's going to feel like a rug burn unless you use lubricant. And like one application might not be enough. Like reapply, reapply, reapply. Like it's, it's literally your best friend. So those are the two big disclaimers I would say is like, preparation is key start small um educate yourself and use a lot of lube when you're applying lube to the butt plug or like how do you apply lube when you're using a butt plug is it to your butt and like up or are you like smothering go ahead i want to that's the rest of it it'd be nice if you had like a, a jar of lube well and then yeah you do you put it in your hand plug. first and then rub it because i've around. tried putting it straight on the plug and it just plops mm -hmm. right off mm -hmm. okay so that's what i call the squeegee effect so when you put like you know lubricant on your plug and then you like put it in your butt like a lot of times like that strong anal sphincter is just like yeah get out of here yeah my butt's so too there's strong. a couple like yeah the, your butt's like not having it mm -hmm. but there's a couple different uh, different things you can do the my like first recommendation is to use what's called uh, a lubricant applicator I don't know if you've ever seen of those it looks kind of like um, I don't know it's like a shot or like a turkey baster. But you can fill that with lubricant and you can apply inside your anal canal. You can put lubricant inside there. I highly recommend if you're going to wear a butt plug or you're having penetrative sex because you're going you're gonna to have a lot of lubricant in the anal canal already before. Then the other thing is uh, if you don't have one of those, yes, put it on your fingers and like try to rub on the inside of your body first. Um, and then when you're inserting a butt plug, you actually want to do it at a 45 degree angle. So like if this is your butt, your, your butt, instead of going in straight angle down or angle up, like uh, I usually recommend like towards the belly button. That's like an easy way because mm -hmm. when you put it inside, you're going to like the, that delicate tissue, you kind of like dip it in a little and then push down and that's going to create a little bit of an opening. So you don't get so much of that squeegee effect. Okay. So you're kind of, <laughs> like a like a cream filling a type of a <laughs> thing you know when you it's like yeah. preparation h which brought me to another question unless you have one well who's doing the turkey basting do you do it to yourself <laughs> is there a sexy way to have a partner do that to you like yeah i think you can make everything sexy but like i'd it's love to know how always funny it's like always okay you're playing doctor like play doctor you know like bend over babe bend over <laughs> it's time for your film. well are you doing enemas before you have anal sex is that something you're into or i've never done one i have not either no I'm so yeah. I'm is poop something that either of you are terrified about? of uh, yeah well, Not so much me, but you, I mean, ahead. you have a lifelong partner. I don't. If the first time I do butt stuff, it'll be with someone new mm -hmm. over and over, you know? And so, yes, I am terrified of poop stuff. Yeah. Well, I was going to say you can, if you're preparing with an enema, you can also sort of prepare yourself uh, beforehand by like 
pre-inserting lubricant, mm-hmm. you can do that, that sort of for yourself. And it <laughs> won't fall out, right? Because your butt's so tight. If you walk around with like lube in your butt, your butt's pretty tight. Yeah, your butt's <laughs> pretty tight. It all sounds really funny, but if your end goal is is to have like great anal sex, then you know a lot of these things are like are tips and tricks. You yeah, know? These absolutely. Are the ways that folks like have really great anal sex. How oh. early is too early to <laughs> like put it in the yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're not like, going to like shit yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's, I would say like, you probably want to do that like right before you're going to play. Okay. Whereas something like an enema, you want to do that about an hour in advance. Mm-hmm. And that's because water can get stuck in the folds of the anal tissue. And sometimes you have a little extra like water discharge. So that's something you want to make sure you do a little earlier than your playtime. We have talked about enemas before, but for listeners who haven't heard those episodes, could you just explain what an enema is? Yeah. So an enema basically is cleansing what is the rectum, right? Which is in my, what I refer to as like the garage, you know? So like (laughs) poop isn't technically like, poop doesn't live there. It's just like stored there. So like whenever your, your colon, like, you know, it goes through digestive system and like your colon emits like, you know, fecal matter into your anal canal. And like, typically you release it pretty soon after you don't like hold poop in your body all day long. That's not something, but of course there's, you know, you have folds in your anal canal. Like maybe you ate something, maybe you digest food really quickly. I don't know. Everybody's body is different. But, like, most people kind of know the rhythm of their body, right? They mostly, like, poop in the morning or they poop at night. So if you know that you and you're comfortable with your partner, you don't really need – it's not required to do an enema. But there's lots of folks who, like, prefer that um, internal cleanliness. And so if that's the name of the game for you, then you basically want to get a bulb enema. You can buy these inexpensively at a pharmacy that, you know, those, like, fleet enemas – they cost like two, three dollars, or you can buy a reusable one, which is like a bulb enema um, from any adult store will have one. Um, if you buy the one in the pharmacy, you're going to dump those contents out. What's in that bottle will make you go to the bathroom. That's not the goal here. So you just want to use the tool, right? So all you want to put inside your body is warm water and really nothing more than say like half a cup to three fourths a cup. All you're doing is rinsing out your anal, your, your rectum. That's it. So you're basically going to fill it with warm water that feels comfortable, like as if you were making a baby bottle, like test it on your wrist, lubricate the nozzle, like screw it on, and then you'll push the little nozzle inside inside your rectum, push the, the, the bulb, empty the bulb, and you'll feel pretty quickly that you need to go to the bathroom. So you'll just sit on the toilet and go to the bathroom. If that water runs clear, then there's nothing left inside your body, but if it's kind of filled with a little bit of poop maybe you want to repeat that cycle one more time and then you know okay I'm like cleaned up oh that that is reassuring and that sounds less scary than like the word enema I feel like it's that Mm -hmm. it sounds like a procedure (laughs) and that's the same like people call it douching right so douching I I'm I'm actually personally confused about the difference between these two things it seems like douching is something that typically is used for the vaginal canal Whereas my understanding is like enemas or something that's used for the anal canal. Right. But yeah, people cross mingle the words. I think they're kind of the same tool. Just you can use, you can kind of, people use them interchangeably, I guess. Okay. The words, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. 
And I have like, don't, yeah. don't, don't use it for both. Don't use those things. <laughs> I have one more like health question in terms of butt play. So if you are someone who is like prone to hemorrhoids, is our butt yeah. plugs like a no-go for you? Or is that just something you have to be more like, I don't know, wary of? Uh, I think if you're if you're prone to hemorrhoids, you probably just want to be like, if they're flared up, you obviously probably don't want to play with something that's going to aggravate it during that time. But for the most part, if you're using a really well-designed butt plug, it shouldn't aggravate a hemorrhoid. I would say you probably don't want to do something like anal beads, right? Which is meant to stimulate the anal sphincter. Whereas like butt plugs go in and stay in and beads are meant to be pulled in and out. So if you're using a plug, I think you're good to go. But if you're in, like, you wouldn't want to have, have anal sex maybe when you have a flared up hemorrhoid because that will aggravate it. Right. Oh, I didn't know. So I have silicone beads that I tried. Are those meant to just stay in? Because they're all floppy. So I couldn't like take out and pull in or put in. You can. So people use those in a variety of different ways. The flexible ones like that, a lot of people like to put them completely inside their body. Um, again, that can give lots of pressure. Also, if you're having sex with penetrative sex in your vaginal canal, first, like the penis can feel those bumps and that pressure. And like, that can be a really cool, fun way to play with your partner. If you're using it in that sense, I think it's okay, but there's a lot of folks that, uh, when you're getting close to orgasm, you pull those out and that's going to intensify your orgasm. And that that's a different you are some people if they're using if you're using the affixed ones mm-hmm. that are sort of more like you know like a dildo type thing mm-hmm. then people somebody like that would typically push in pull out play with two or three beads at a time in that way oh okay i would donkey kick anyone that ripped <laughs> or that pulled <laughs> anal beads out of my butt while i was about to orgasm i would just <laughs> I don't know. Punch well, them right I, to the I think face. it might depend on how they pull it out, you know? So yeah. if they're kind of like <laughs> gently pulling and tugging on it and creating some pressure as they pull that out, it could feel really good. But I definitely don't think a lawnmower situation <laughs> is the way to go. Like a ripcord. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, right. Get your engine and let's going. Go. <laughs> Sounds so scary. Get something go going. that route. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEA.com. 
malibu.com and use code D-E-W-M-E for 10% off. I want to talk, since we're talking about putting things in and taking them out, I want to talk a little bit about inserting bud, butt plugs. <laughs> inserting a bun. <laughs> inserting butt plugs and taking them out. So, yeah. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this question because there's so many pieces that I'm bringing in personally. Uh, how do you recommend just putting one in? Let's start when you're with a partner. Um. So, like, I think my questions would, I have, like, a bunch of follow-up questions, like, mm-hmm. what size is it? Like, is it a big plug? Is it a small plug? Is it something you've played with before? I think, like, an easy answer would be to slightly bear down, if that makes sense. Okay. So, not all the way, but sort of, like, a medium, because that's going to open your butt, and it's going to be easier to put something inside. Um, and if a partner is putting it in my go-to recommendation, uh, you've lubricated, you've prepared, Mm -hmm. you've consented. You're like on your stomach with a pillow underneath like your abdomen. So your butt is kind of up and there's like some easy access there. Okay. Cause yeah, if they had to both spread your cheeks and insert, that'd be so terrifying. Yeah. It, I, it scares me. I'll be honest. You put in your butt plugs, right? Yeah. When I've used a butt plug with my partner, I have always put it in and said, look away, (laughs) which is, yeah, it's, (laughs) look away. I don't know. I think I, I'm still nervous. (laughs) I'm still very nervous about it. And I think I still feel, I don't know. Yeah. Well, were you like in a very compromising, I mean, obviously you're sticking something in your ass, but like what, how are you positioned when you're putting it in? I think I was just kind of like standing up with my hand against something <laughs> and kind of like bent down, Bracing you know? yourself. Okay. Or squat it like on my knees on the bed. Okay. Like in a, what is that position called? Just up on my knees. Yeah. <laughs> High kneeling? High kneeling. <laughs> yeah. What's the best position yeah, to put kneeling. in yeah. a butt plug? Like what would be your ideal position if, if you're, you're putting, putting it in, in yourself? Um, I think I would probably do something similar to the way that you're talking about which is like something on my knees maybe like a a, a, like a doggy style but like not Mm -hmm. full-on butt up maybe like mid yeah like midway so it's like easy access easier access yeah I was (laughs) I did not do that imagining each other (laughs) in that position right now yeah 100 percent still thinking of you on the wall (laughs) scaling it I had those (laughs) Like I said, the silicone like floppy ones, which were such yeah. a bitch to put in because really you, are, yeah. you have to hold like the base of just one bead and like shove it in your asshole. You got to put a finger in with it. Yeah. Basically. One at a time. Yeah. And then so like I'm on tampon. my. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on my back like up here. I gross ass sock like trying to get it in. But I was also with a partner. So I was like, this is so awkward not sexy for was me. he watching you <laughs> he was not watching me again i would not let him I, yeah i also said so what's the alternative to turn away is it direct eye contact because that feels <laughs> okay, like the directly. only other solution <laughs> in my head um i think i think you know maybe we have to like i had like okay i'm just gonna say what i what i would do okay. i don't know if it works for everybody but i think like ultimately the goal would be like to have them be able to do it that makes sense. So I think I might get in, like I said, like a, 
I would like dim the lights, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe candles, you know, like something where it's like you can see, but like it's good low light, you know, yeah. um, and get in a position like where I'm not really face, like it's not like eye contact and maybe do something like, I don't know, sex furniture or pillow, something where it's like a sexy position and then maybe say like, okay, like, you know, let them watch like insertion because I think, believe it or not, like both of you are having sex with men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think for men, like that's something that is incredibly visually appearing appealing, whether we feel that way, I think for like, um, this is, I'm just going to speak to my experience and I could be wrong, but like, there's a really visual element of sex for men more than there is for women. Um, and like that, like watching you do that would probably be a big turn on. So I, this is just my experience. So I yeah. think like that could be something like maybe practice a couple sounds mm-hmm. silly, but like practice doing it a couple times on yeah. your own mm-hmm. and then like set the, the stage for yourself and then do it one time and say, you know, like, let them know you're training them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this is session like, pay one. Attention. Yeah. I might let you do this. One. I might let you do this if you, if you pay close enough attention, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Well, that's a good vote of confidence for people who might be a little bit nervous about their partner watching. So, mm-hmm. you know, it might be intriguing. If I were to watch a man put a butt plug in, I think I would run away. So it's nice to know that they might want to watch me put one in. I could ask. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this person is really sexy, you know, like maybe they have a really nice butt and like, maybe it might be sexy. I don't know. Have you ever like, this is a very intimate question. (laughs) 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 Feel free not to to know each other. (laughs) I'm just curious if you've ever had sex and you both were using a butt plug if that's something that you feel comfortable answering um, I don't think we both used one at the same time um although that is like something I've proposed for before mm-hmm. um but my partner's like not that's like not something he really enjoys mm-hmm. like tried it but it's like not his like I don't know he doesn't really seem to like like it so I haven't personally experienced that but I've done an immense amount of education work especially in like retail stores and at conferences and a lot of people seem to enjoy that you know people who are like open to that like more open um like couples who are a little bit I would say like I don't know like more adventurous I think we're pretty adventurous but we're not that adventurous I guess (laughs) (laughs) but I have heard like people really like it and a lot of people use um we get you know a lot of customer service emails Mm -hmm. and people like share their really intimate experiences we also have like a column called ask me anything so people send in their questions and I I read all the answers I think they're fascinating and a lot of people share like very positive experiences especially with like remote control toys Mm. where they've like traded remote controls with their partner yeah and like don't yeah people are really creative I'm very impressed and like you know like you know maybe the receiving partner has you know they're doing penetrative sex and the person that's like taking the penis has a remote control for the person for the other person so there's people that get really creative with it and like I think it adds like a layer of like play and and sort of a dom sub thing in the mix too that can be really cool that does and you folks are young right you're both pretty young 
Yeah, yes. we're mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, like when you get a little older, it's like you have to try harder. For <laughs> like you've been to Disney World, you know what I mean? Like what next? But <laughs> looks, that's what. <laughs> No, that does sound pretty cool too, especially I think it could be fun if you're both experiencing it and have like traded off a remote Mm -hmm. or I'm not going to do it with you. I don't know why (laughs) I went like this, but um, friends do stuff together, Em. I don't want to do that. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) And then you trade off a remote with your partner. That could be, that could be really fun. Perhaps. Um, Perhaps. While it's in, um, Mm. question, should it, if let's say you have a butt plug-in, this is about me. This is personal. Mm-hmm. I have a butt plug-in. I'm having penetrative sex with my partner in my vagina, and the butt plug is like slipping in and out. Is it too mm-hmm. small? Is my butthole too big? Um, am I? What am I doing wrong? Ask a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> my my question would be probably like, what butt plug is it? Cause a lot of times it could be like the actual design of the plug. Okay. Um, my answer is always going to be like, your butt is not too big. <laughs> <laughs> like just need a different toy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, for example, I don't know how well, you know, our, our product line, but like, for example, our snug plugs, which I don't know if you've ever seen those, but they have like long thin necks. Mm-hmm. Those are really great to use during sex because that neck allows it to sort of bend with your body very easily. Okay. Um, and you can still feel because there's weight in the plug, you can still feel that weight like sort of going inside your body and touching different places. Um, whereas something that's like vibrating, maybe has like a smaller neck or it's more rigid, mm-hmm. that can be sometimes harder to bend with your body. So it's not necessarily about like the size of your butt. It's just about like what you're doing, mm-hmm. like what position you're in, what in which way you're bent, the size of the plug, or it can be just really poorly designed. Like I said, it doesn't mm-hmm. have like, like, you know, the bulb isn't big enough in relation to the size of the neck. So it's just like spitting. It's, it's just being spit out because your anal sphincter is actually kind of gripping on that bulb where that neck is, your anal mm-hmm. sphincter is actually like, that's what's keeping it in place. So if it's not large enough, right, the bulb isn't large enough and relative to the size of the neck, it's just going to spit out. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think, to be honest, I don't even totally know if it was falling out. I was just scared that it was either going to fall in or out. And so I kept yeah. finding myself checking, just mm-hmm. like very yeah. religiously checking and it made it hard. But it was also like a train, like one of a trainer set of butt plugs uh-huh. yeah so yeah mm-hmm. probably wasn't ideal yeah. for that anyways but I tried it so and I know you're saying you should be using like the right toys that are designed to be in your butt but what happens like and what should you do immediately if it does go in your butt and you have lost your butt plug Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill you probably need to go to the hospital. I mean, you can, you can try and wait a little bit to see. I mean, if you know, like right away, the plug has gone inside your body. I would like send your finger on a rescue mission, like to see if you could find it like ASAP. Um, 
but, and be like very careful because you don't want to push it further in, you know? So maybe like, I mean, I'm going to say all the things that like sound, you know, pretty logical, which is like, try and get it out of your body, like push, mm-hmm. like try and push it out of your body and like, or push and, you know, try and push and then like put your finger in there to see if you can grab the end of it. Um, if that doesn't work, you should go to the hospital like right away. Cause it really can get sucked into your inner colon and that can cause uh, some pretty like dangerous scenarios. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Sorry. So, <laughs> no, it's okay. That's not sexy. Yeah, that's not um, sexy. <laughs> in lieu of sucking it in, what's, how do you take it out? You just pop it out? I did that a lot faster and harder than I imagine would I'm feel like, good. Yeah, I was envisioning that. I was like, that sounds like the lawnmower again. Um, I would say like the way to take it out is pretty much the way you put it in. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, bear down about halfway, not all the way, and then pull your plug 45 degrees. So pull it up or pull it down. Don't pull it straight out. Like that's actually probably going to hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you, because when you're like thinking about like, pushing and pulling out it's going to come out a lot easier than if you pull straight it's like a go against thing, the force you know? yeah 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 and i never yeah. considered it to be that type of a situation where it was suction and or it needed to have mm-hmm. more of an angle cuz every time i've played with my beads i've just i mean to be fair they're not rigid enough to do much movement but mm-hmm. it hasn't been super yeah. comfortable going in or coming out so maybe i'll need to get mm-hmm. something stiffer like a plug to actually like engage in play that might be more enjoyable mm-hmm. period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you can always use a little, like take a finger and just like sort of put that finger will help with the suction for like something like beads, you know, just like sort of place, like I'm trying to show you, like place your finger like underneath the bead and sort of pull it out that way. Break the seal. Right. <laughs> Instead of pulling it. Yeah. Break the seal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's a good tip. So while we're talking about, you know, beads versus plugs, should we go into just all the types of butt plugs that there are? Yes. We have lots of questions lots about of different questions. types of butt plugs. <laughs> yes. Bring it on. We're very excited. Bring it on. These are so not the usual questions. Oh. We, <laughs> I love it. Little divergent in the way yeah. we think about things. <laughs> These are our honest music. Yeah. And it came quickly. Yeah. <laughs> this was spat out quickly. in about six minutes. <laughs> Last night we were like, these are all the questions. These are like from our heart. So, um, (laughs) if you're, you know, baby's first butt plug, I wish I hadn't said it that way. I wish you didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm baby. Honey's first butt plug. Honey's first butt plug. (laughs) What, what should you be looking for? What are the best ones? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to buy something about the size of your finger. So think of that as like, like when we talk about butt plugs, like when we're selling them, we typically talk about them in the size of your finger. You play with one finger, two fingers, three fingers, like how comfortable are you? So when you think about butt plugs, like that's a great way to kind of start is, is by thinking about the size of your finger, like both in width and, and um, circumference. So it's a good place to start. You also want to make sure like the way that it's shaped kind of like if you keep thinking like a triangle with like a little line on the bottom that's like you kind of want it to look similar to that shape right so it it has a bulb and it has a thin enough neck that your butt's going to hold it in right it's not going to pop out and the most important part obviously it needs to have a flared base so as we say without a base without a trace right it'll go inside your body and you want always want the base to be at least the same width as the largest part of the bulb 
at least, right? Because that's what's going to like kind of create that stopper. Uh, so those are the most important things. And then I, you know, I would also suggest buying something that's body safe because you're putting products. There's no, unfortunately, there's no real regulation in our industry right now. There are some ways that you can certify products are body safe, but there's no regulation. So a lot of those inexpensive products are made with toxic materials. Um, and there's a lot of research now, to, you know, it talks about how terrible like phthalates, for example, are for your body. So I know you folks probably know a lot about that, but my point is like, try to look for something that's made out of silicone. There's a lot of inexpensive silicone, like non-vibrating butt plugs on the marketplace. So look for something looks that has a bulb that has a base that's at least the size of the largest part of the bulb. Um, and it's about the size of your finger. Okay. Great uh, guidance tips. I'd never mm-hmm. heard the fingertip either. Um, so I like that. Because mm-hmm. I'd I'd want to try something a little thinner to start. Because weren't yours a little <laughs> thicker? Mine looked like uh, gorilla fingers. That's exactly what they looked like. They looked like varying sizes of gorilla fingers. <laughs> and weren't yours curved too? like a finger like a finger but like mm. i feel like so it t- literally looks like a finger yeah but not a human again need to reiterate so curved products like that that are butt products are typically for prostate play well there <laughs> you go i don't have one of those that's too bad for me <laughs> it's real too bad but the, but the interest the interesting thing about that is the prostate and the g-spot are located kind of in the same place in different canals mm-hmm. So, like, both those products really work well as crossover products. So, if those are non-vibrating, like, silicone products, Mm -hmm. you can boil them, sterilize them, and you can use them for G-spot play. Okay. Oh, cool. In my head, I finished that with stick them in a stew. (laughs) (laughs) You can boil them and stick them in a stew. (laughs) I was like, options. They go great with bananas. (laughs) Gorilla fingers. Like, why are you on it? Yeah. It's just good to have multi-purpose uh, products. Lord <laughs> almighty. Okay. So we've introductory. If we want to graduate to something a little bit more advanced, that we've moves. heard that moves. We've heard vibrating butt plug and also rimming butt plugs. Could you explain the difference of those? Uh, so a vibrating butt plug typically has a motor that's located on the inner in, inside it's located in the bulb of the butt plug. So the part that goes inside your body. So that's typically what vibrates. What's different about a, a rimming butt plug is that there are rotating beads around the neck of the plug in addition to typically a vibrating motor. So like the, the rimming plug we designed, right? That was like our first mm-hmm. product, our patented product. It has like, think about it like a rabbit for your butt. So there's rotating beads around the anal sphincter, right? So that's that like nerve rich area I talked about in the beginning. So you're getting that stimulation. And then you also have a vibrating motor inside your anal canal. So that's dual stimulation. Wow. So then is the the base of it that's like closest to your butthole opening, is that pretty wide then Uh if there's beads going around it? It is. Yeah, that is not a beginner product. The We make a rimming plug petite, which is probably for most folks looks like the rimming plug, and then everything else looks giant. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's a cylinder, and beads rotate around the cylinder in the middle. So it's I think the, the smallest is, you know, like it's still – I would say it's two fingers, put it that way. Like it's a medium-sized plug. Okay. okay. 
Gotcha. Would you ever try a brimming plug? Absolutely. I'm really? ready. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm I know ready. exactly what I'm going to order right after this is that rimming plug. It's <laughs> so interesting because you've never had a. So rimming is technically eating ass, right? That's like, like the a rim job. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the nickname. Yep. So that's yep. what it's supposed to be like simulating using those beads. Correct. Okay. And then yeah. you haven't had your ass eaten, Mm-mm. but you were willing and ready for the. Uh, yeah especially because of what you said earlier it's like yeah there you can get that like a spot stimulation but I feel like a lot of the pleasure that I get from using a butt plug is like the actual sphincter and like the actual hole itself and the nerve Mm -hmm. endings there and so I feel like the rimming sounds better Mm -hmm. for what I'm looking for yeah yeah I'm excited for you yeah Yeah. and then maybe I'll love it so much I'll get my ass eaten (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah, you might also really like. Um, it, remind me after this if you send me your address, I'll send you a couple different products. But you might actually really like our triplet anal beads because those are it's a set of three beads, like they're gradually larger in size. But what I like about them, and it might be like if you try both, see what you like better. But like what I think is cool about them is like you can just dip the one small one and like play with one small piece and then if you feel comfortable you can move to the second bead then you can just play with the two beads there's a vibrating motor in the second one you'll feel it all throughout the entire thing but like my point is like you can stimulate that same area through physical like motion and it doesn't have to be as wide as the as the rimming plug but they're they they are different purposes like one is like you have to manually stimulate mm-hmm. yourself that mm-hmm. way if that if that's what you're doing with it where the other one is like you put it in and it does all the work for you mm-hmm. so it's like personal preference it's and and there are different sensations you know like with the with the beads you get kind of a little bit of a popping which I know may sound like it doesn't feel good but it actually does feel really good really <laughs> for a lot of people which is why you know beads are there's so many of them mm-hmm. so I don't know try those two like I'll send you both okay. and try them and see you know like play with them in different ways and then, like, see which one you're like, you know, you, once you kind of experiment with it, which of those you like better because they'll both focus on sphincter stimulation. Wow. This is my favorite type of research. This is Thank so you. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I so will exciting. be donating my body to science. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I yeah. will. <laughs> We're going to need, like, a follow-up, like, just a quick, like, follow-up mm-hmm. episode once you've tried them. Exactly. And done that. Said, said research. Said research. <laughs> I love it. Um, that was really exciting. And I feel like we should have saved that one for last because that's just so <laughs> cool. Um, I also want to know about glass butt plugs and kind of what the benefit of mm-hmm. using that since it just it just reminds you of more like cold and very stationary. So what's the benefit of glass mm-hmm. ones? Um, I would say like the, the things that people like about glass, there's a couple different things. If you buy something that's clear, there are people that like that element, that sort of voyeuristic element of it. Um, it is relatively inexpensive while also being body safe. So like that can be an element that appeals to people. A lot of it looks very pretty. A lot of glass looks very pretty. Um, and there are people that like hard products versus soft and flexible products, which is just part of getting to know your body. Um, and it's kind of fun because, you know, to give you like kind of my analogy, like we play with our front stuff almost our entire life, right? We probably hump dolls, like maybe you started with like 
you know, grinding and then fingering. And like, you went through like an entire process of like learning about your front stuff. And most people just like stick a penis in their butt and like never play with their butt ever. So like, they don't really know what they like. They just probably experienced a lot of pain, which if you did the same thing to your vagina, you would probably um, maybe feel a similar way. Uh, So I think like part of what your discovery with all sex toys really is like experimenting with a lot of different things and understanding what you like. So like there are people like, for example, I love stainless steel products. I didn't really understand them or like them until I was maybe in my thirties and like someone in a store, I was like, what, what else can I buy? I've tried everything. And they were like, try stainless steel. And I was like, really? And they were like, yeah. And it was this huge product. And I was like, no way, but I tried it. And I like, will never go back. It's, it's such an excellent, unique way to play. And I think you get kind of that same, not exactly the same because stainless steel is heavy, but which is why a lot of our products have weight in them because I'm like an, a, a weight aficionado, <laughs> but like, um, but glass, like it's hard. And some people do like that hard and some people do like temperature play. So you can heat up glass, you can cool glass. So like, if you think about like using like a popsicle on your body, like that can be really sexy and erotic. So like that can be parts of the way, like you can get real, I don't know, put a towel down and get real messy with lube and like really have fun with temperature play. Like that can be an entire adventure, like, you know, so it's just about like adding, I guess, like different things onto your sex menu. Mm -hmm. And that's just like one of those. So like, I think those are different ways that people enjoy glass. So it's totally safe to play with different temperatures in your butt then cold or hot. Yeah, anything that you're, like, feel okay touching on the outside of your body, Mm -hmm. right? You obviously don't want to, like, do anything that, you know, like, is too cold that you can't hold it or too hot that you can't. So, like, obviously, Mm -hmm. like, within reason. But, yeah, it's definitely okay to – something you would put in your vagina, something you would put in your mouth, like, you would feel comfortable putting in your butt. Fair enough. That makes sense. No fire. What about toys that have tails, as in butt plugs that have tails? What, which, what, what part of it? (laughs) Why do people use them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why do people use them? What is like the allure behind the tails? Um, I think there's an element of like play or fantasy that can be attached to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's often a lot of folks use it, you know, specifically in BDSM, you know, if you're somebody's puppy or you're, you know, like maybe you want to be cute, you're playing a rabbit like there can be all these different it's that whole like, like role play um fantasy element that dress up that, that is really appealing to people um and are they safe uh you never want to put the, the tail part of it inside of your body Mm-mm. but <laughs> I think most of them are detachable you know so as long as it's designed properly as long as the plug itself is designed properly and it's body safe there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to use it and B-Vibe has a unicorn one, right? We do, and it is a magnet. So the tail is actually a magnet, so you can pop off the tail. Um, but yeah, we have a unicorn one. We did. It's out. I don't think it's, any, it's in stock anymore. I think it's sold out. But yes, it was It's a it was sparkly and blue and like curved. That's another thing you should try if you like sphincter stimulation. I don't know if you've seen our texture plugs. Have you ever seen our texture plugs? That, that is another question that we have. Yeah. Yeah, you should try those. Those are like fantastic for specifically for sphincter simulation. Okay, what is what is the texture of them? There's three different textures. Um, one is kind of like grapes, like a bunch of grapes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and remember, you can feel this internally as well. And also, uh, Zoe Ligon is big on using like butt stuff for vaginal play also. So she tried them both ways when she was designing the products. Um, so a lot of these can, like people use butt plugs for, for vaginal play, especially if they have like a short vaginal canal. They can also they can be more comfortable. So anyway, like my point in telling you that is they she she's tried them both ways. And if you want to, I don't know, try it vaginally first and then try it in your butt, like just for reference. But I would definitely say, you know, experiment. One is like grapes. Um, one is like a twist, like an ice cream cone. So it's like kind of twisty. Ooh. Yeah. Which is the other one? Yeah. I can't remember what the other one is. The Oh, and one is like, um, I don't know. It's like thin stacks of donuts or like okay. Cheerios. Gotcha. Yeah. So the one that is the most popular is the twisty one. You know, I guess that's very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And then like the third one, which is like stacks of like the Oreos or Fruit Loops. That one is really popular. Wow. Those are fun. See, I was thinking you were going to say like, not bristles, but you know, those like <laughs> thorns, <laughs> you know, like spikes, <laughs> barbed wire, <laughs> just barbed your wire. three favorite textures. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, like the rubbery bristles. I was thinking that one named like right up your butt. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I I don't want to say that I am a product creator, but like <laughs> that sounds like a bacteria issue. <laughs> TM. I'm gonna TM that one. <laughs> but I'll find my group. I'll find, I'll it. find my people. <laughs> Just you Someone wait. wants that somewhere. <laughs> that should come with a really good cleaner. Yeah. If there's gonna be a lot of bristles. Yes. How how Definitely. deep are the curves on the ice cream one? Is it like another thing that might get a little like need to be cleaned when it comes out, you know, if it has like crevices or is it Um, shallow? Well, the way that they're designed is the ridges are smooth. So like nothing you want to put in your body is like sharp, you know? So like even the tips of the products are typically like rounded. Um, So no matter where it moves in your body, it won't point or poke you. So the, the, it is, it looks it doesn't have like sharp ridges put it that way but like yeah you'll need to clean all of these when they come out of your body that's fair that's definitely a blanket yeah. statement yeah. i guess we'll take that yeah they'll definitely need to be cleaned oh that's fair there's so many options it's just so exciting it's fun <laughs> it's a whole world it is a whole world and i can't believe like how different it must have looked when you started you know because like we're only just starting to learn about butt plugs i feel like a lot of other people are just starting to like kind of get used to that idea. So if you're thinking 20 years ago that you were in this, it's like, I feel like they weren't even around then. Right? <laughs> hey, believe it or not, they've been around for a very, very long time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure since before I was born. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> been butt plugs. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, like, people long, must be, long, have been like sticking stuff up their butt ago. for hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else about butt plugs or anything in the entire world that we didn't cover um, and that you think we should before wrapping up? I I would just say like education is really important with butt stuff. I know it sounds like such a really boring thing to say, but there's an entire section on on the bvibe.com website called Anal Academy. There are webinars, there are podcasts, there are like tons of articles like there's little videos, bite-sized chunks of videos that are educational and funny. Like, definitely take some time to browse around. Like, search a keyword, whatever it is, because, you know, like, that education is going to empower your experience. And so, like, just 
do a little research beforehand. That's my only kind of disclaimer is like, do a little research. Cause it, a lot of people, like we all, we've talked about several times, like it, it was a traumatizing experience for many folks. And like, it's totally avoidable, mm-hmm. you know, it's totally avoidable, whether you're penetrating or receiving. Mm-hmm. No, then that's the perfect last bit of advice because we love education mm-hmm. and we love Luna Matatas who hosts the plug podcast, which is your guys's podcast as well. Awesome? Yeah. Oh, Luna's just our favorite. We love oh some Luna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where can our listeners continue connecting with you after the episode? Well, I don't personally participate on social media, but you can find, um, B vibe, right. At B vibe underscore social which is currently uh, deactivated, but hopefully we'll be up again. (laughs) Thanks, Instagram. Yeah, um, and Luan Massager and Ride the Cowgirl. All of those are our social media handles. Buzz, buzz. (laughs) I'm in your butt. I'm in your butt. We've made it to the back end of this episode. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you want to put something in your back end from (laughs) Alicia's store. Mm Mm-hmm. I I feel like that anal rimming one was uh, actually very interesting. <laughs> I'm actually quite um, quite interested in doing a little research there. A little uh, personal endorsement, mm-hmm. maybe, perhaps. Yeah, a little academic research. Yeah, sorry. Or sorry, a researcher, I'm a, I'll die a researcher. Sorry, I'm a scholar. <laughs> Ugh. Do you remember scholastic book fairs? I do. Weren't those the best? Those are so funny. I've been on TikTok where it's like things people who were born in the 90s may have forgotten. And it like flips through all this weird Mm -hmm. shit. Um, Wait, I need to read you one just to see if you remember this one. I screenshotted it because I was like, this is insane. Do you remember that? No. Sideways stories from Wayside School. If anyone else does, I used to read this shit so much. This was scary, thrilling stories. That's when why I like remember it. you only learned how to read, you know, like in third grade or something. So <laughs> I learned how to read. You've always lot, been a little daredevil. A lot later. Anyway, but they were <laughs> I like learned to read a lot later. <laughs> it's true. Um, but if you remember or like look up those books, I swear to God, so many people read these, and they're so, it was just so weird to see. Um, Is that what you would get at the Scholastic Book Fairs? I would probably read this. Yeah, sure. I would try. (laughs) I I sure would sound it out, wouldn't I? Um, (laughs) I would have mommy read it. Was it that late? No, I was fine. I just didn't like to read. I didn't like people telling me what to do. So when they said you have to learn how to read. You've never liked people. You still don't like people telling you. Exactly. So I will be defiant until you stop telling me what to do. (laughs) Sorry I was born to be a dauntless. Dauntless at heart, divergent always, okay? I'm divergent. Four for life. <laughs> okay. Okay, I was but born in dauntless. <laughs> Have you seen those TikToks that is like gym motivation? Put on the divergent or Hunger Games soundtrack and pretend like you're preparing for the Hunger Games or like you're training for Dauntless? I haven't, no. I have never felt more motivated. Yeah. To go to the gym. Did I? No, because I'm on my period. But am I but. excited to go? Oh my yes. gosh. I'll have to look that up right when I get home. I'll send you so many of the TikToks that I've saved. I like every single one that comes across. And there was one that was like, POV, you put on your black Lululemons zip up. Oh. <laughs> and pretend you're dauntless born. Because it does feel like a little armor shell. Yes, it does. It feels yes, amazing. It um, so what was it called? <laughs> what was it called? Really? 
What do you mean? What was it? Called? The playlist. Divergent training. Just look up. No, just look up Divergent. It's the Divergent soundtrack. Oh, Divergent soundtrack. <laughs> it's probably quite easy to I get to right now. Zed. Pia Mia. Oh my God. Chance the Rapper. Yes. I'm already feeling this. I mean, we we are starting a new fitness podcast. We're actually transitioning <laughs> away from sex into fitness. Yeah. Um, fitness whole dick in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> that was gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Always sex forever. <laughs> that was powerful. Thank you. I don't even know what to say. And so was this episode. So share it with somebody that you love. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> oh, fuck go to our youtube <laughs> oh god damn it god fucking damn it go to our youtube you're not even here anymore but i'm telling you to please hotter on video funnier <laughs> auditorily <laughs> there you go there you go all right i feel like there's nothing left to say let's leave yeah bye goodbye <laughs>